You're listening to the Hustle with Intention podcast, episode one. I'm so stoked to be here, and I'm so grateful that you've decided to tune in. So you're fresh out of yoga teacher training, and you're eager to start teaching and sharing your gifts. There's only one problem. You have no freaking clue where to start. (laughs) No worries. On this episode of Hustle with Intention, yoga teacher, light worker, mindset coach, and business mentor, Kelly Pender is going to hook you up with the inside scoop on how to use social media to build a personal brand in the yoga and fitness space, share your powerful message, collaborate with brands, and build your dream career. Chances are you probably didn't become a yoga teacher for the money. You just love the practice and you want to share it. But at the same time, you have to earn a living and you can't rely on selling time for money. I mean, what happens when you get sick or want to travel or have a family crisis? It's also just so much easier to serve and teach when you're well-rested and not exhausted from teaching 132 classes a week just to pay the bills. Am I right? There are so many ways to get creative and leverage your skills to bring in a more sustainable income online through a website, online courses, and of course, social media. So if you're ready to start kicking major asana online, then this is the episode for you. And if you're not a yoga teacher, you'll still find tons of value in Kelly's thoughts around fear and asking for help, even if it makes you feel uncomfortable. All right, y'all, let's get to it. Welcome to Hustle with Intention. I'm your host, Heather Lynn, and this is a podcast for the purposeful hustler looking to break their mold and turn their passion and expertise into an intentional, thriving online business. If you're ready to step into your power and live your best life, then you're in the right place. Without further ado, let's dive in. Hello, Kelly. Hey there. What's up, girl? How are you? I'm so good. Well, I am so excited that you're here. I'm so glad we're doing this. You're the very first um, guest on the show. Yay! I'm so happy. Thank you for asking me to do this. Yeah, I'm so excited. No pressure. Um, So let's go ahead and get started. I know we have like so much to talk about. So first, I thought we would just get started with you. Tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, where you stay at, all the things. All the things. All right. So I am a yoga instructor, um, as you know, and then I recently entered into mentoring and coaching yoga instructors through creating, launching, and growing their own yoga businesses. So I do that as well. Um, And then I also create online content for other companies who showcase yoga. I am currently based in Pottstown, Pennsylvania. And if you guys are like, where the hell is that? It's like an hour outside of Philly. So the closest city to me is Philadelphia. So that's where I would say that, you know, I'm the closest city to. So I just say Philly because no one knows where the hell Pottstown is. Um, And then before that, I lived in Denver for four years and recently moved back to this area a little over a year ago. So, um, I know what it's like to completely restart and rebuild yourself with where you are and moving into a new city. Definitely. Yeah. I moved when I was for the first time when I was in seventh grade and it was definitely like a a rebuilding, but I love new places and new adventures. So yeah, Pottstown, what's, what's happening in Pottstown? What do you do in Pottstown? (laughs) I'm like, for everyone who lives around here, it's like uh, nothing. We literally just go to our friend's house, sit outside, and drink. That's what we do. But that's not true. Actually, Pottstown is up and coming. Um, They just opened up this really awesome vodka bar, which I'm into, obviously. Um, A beer garden, an axe-rung place, and a yoga studio. So, like, when we moved here six months ago, we were like, 
Pottstown. What the hell's here? And all of a sudden there's all this stuff. So it's, it's nice and everything's kind of falling into place for us. So it's been cool. It's been great. Yeah. I love that. I want to talk first about you recently pivoting, so to speak, and just transitioning into this role, going from teaching yoga, which is obviously a very important job, in my opinion, like teaching yoga, being a light worker to helping other yoga teachers build their personal brands on social media, step into their power, you know, is also important and needed. So I want to talk a little bit about that transition for you and where that came from, like that desire to help other yoga teachers. Yes. Yeah. I also like that you used light worker. I've actually, I don't, I have only ever heard that one time before and I really like that. Yeah. It feels good. Um, <laughs> You're a light worker, sister. <laughs> I love that. So gosh, um, it's funny that you asked me that. I actually sat down the other day and I was like, let me just kind of take a step back and really like go through my journey and really see how it all kind of like came to be. Um, cause you know, we go through life and we're just like, how the hell did this just happen? Like, how did I become a yoga teacher? How am I now mentoring other yoga teachers in their business? Like what the hell, how did I get here? So quick rewind. Um, my yoga journey started in Denver that kind of just fell into my lap and felt right. And it was just like, I'm not questioning this. This is what's happening. After I graduated my yoga teaching program, I just jumped right in and was like, okay, I'm teaching I'm nervous as hell, but like, holy shit, this is what I want to do. Let's just freaking do it. So I got my first like job at Denver University in their fitness center. So it wasn't at a yoga studio. Um, After that, I was just like, okay, I want to do yoga hikes. Like I want to combine yoga with my passion for hiking. I want to do yoga at breweries or at kombucha bars. And I just started doing them. Um, and I didn't have the support of a yoga studio to help back me or fund me or put it on their website. So everything was just me. It was like, okay, shit, I want to do this. So I have to create a website. I have to create a PayPal to accept money. I have to learn how to use Facebook, Facebook events. Like, Oh God, I guess I should put myself on Instagram. I don't know. Um, so yeah, I just started like jumping into all those things and it was, overwhelming and scary as most of you know and feel probably on the daily, but it was cool how it just kind of evolved and came to be. And so I started doing all those things on my own, learning all the freaking back end of everything. Um, and I remember I forget where I was, I guess I was at like a class or a workshop and a few of my other friends who are yoga teachers were like, Kelly, how did you create your website? Like, how do you accept payments? How do you create events on Facebook? How do you use social media? And I didn't realize why they were asking me. Like, I don't know. It was weird. I was just like, oh, well, this is how you do it. This is how you blah, blah, blah. And so I started to help them with their businesses, not even realizing that I was. So that was literally three, four years ago now. Um, and so, yeah, I would get those questions all the time. And then I know that there was definitely a shift where as a yoga instructor, I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. Like, I don't want to half-ass it anymore. I want to like fully commit to this. So one day after like a workshop or after a really powerful festival, of course, I can't remember which one it was, 
but I was like, I'm fully committing to myself. I'm fully committing to my business. Like, holy shit, girlfriend, you're a business owner. Let's own that and freaking do the damn thing. So let's make all of your social media Kelly Pender yoga. Like it's no longer just you like half-assing it. Like let's commit and freaking do it. So as soon as I did that, there was like a powerful, um, obviously like shift within me, but then like a huge shift that came, you know, on the outside and through all my social media. And I just started having people direct message me, um, on Instagram and on Facebook asking more business questions. And I was like, this is interesting. You know, like, like who am I to give you these answers? Like why, why me? Why is this happening? But I wouldn't, I mean, obviously, yes, we question everything, but I wouldn't be like, oh, I can't answer. I'm not equipped. I would just answer and (laughs) help them out. And I would say that this shift of moving into like the mentor piece happened six months ago. Um, I just started to get way more messages and I was like, I can't answer you in an Instagram direct message. A, I can type paragraphs and then it's like, Oh, no more space. So that was just a waste of my time. I can't even like help you through Instagram DMS. And sometimes (laughs) in direct messages, you know how you can video chat with people in direct messages. Yeah. But I'd be like driving in my car and I get these DMS and I'm going somewhere and I'd be like, I know I shouldn't be talking to you because I'm driving, but I'm going to record and just, I'm not looking at you, but I'm going to answer your question real quick for video because there's no space in the DM and I'm driving right now. And I was like, I do this all of the time for people. Like, this is awesome. You know, like it's an honor that people ask and reach out. And I realized I, I created the space for people to feel comfortable to reach out and ask these questions. And after I realized that, I was like, this is what I want to do. Like, this makes sense. This is what I have been doing right. three, four years ago, but unofficially. So it was, it was cool to just be like, okay, this is, this feels good to me. And when I realized that is when I was like, all right, I have no clue how to go about this. So I'm going to work with a business coach. And like one of my friends from high school came my way and I was just like, this is interesting. Like I knew you from high school, but you're like a business coach specifically for women, like specifically women in a spiritual, like healing realm. Like you literally came my way the second I made this shift and decided I wanted to mentor and help um, yoga teachers in their business. And so I started working with her and it's just been, it's been awesome. And it's been really nice to have someone like on my team and on my side and to hold me accountable. So (laughs) it's huge. Yeah. It's so huge. It makes a difference in the world. I love that. That's so good. So some of you listening might remember I started, I know Kelly probably does too, but I started on Instagram doing yoga and fitness and wrote an ebook, Hit to Invert. And then towards the end of last year, I also felt the call to do more and to help other people start their online business. And for months, I really felt called to pivot and to step into that role, but there was a lot of fear around it. And a lot of who am I to, why am I qualified? You know, all those things, they call it imposter syndrome and whatnot. So I'm curious for you, what started coming up? Because I still remember when you put the post up and it was like, I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to help you. If you're a yoga teacher, 
there's going to be, you know, different offers that you had for yoga teachers looking to build their, their business. And I was like, hell yeah. Like, I see you, girl. Remember, I sent you a message. I was like, yes, girl. So yeah, like what came up for you? Were you was it just like seamless? You were like, I'm doing this? Or were you like, oh shit, I'm doing this? No, I, oh my God. I love that. I love that. And I like talking about this because I almost feel like there's this stigma around like entering into something new or a new business where it's like, this just fell into my lap and it was amazing. And I just immediately said yes and went for it and everything magically happened. Like on social media, that's what it looks like. But behind the scenes, that's not it at freaking all. And I like being really uh, transparent about that because every freaking person faces that when they step into a new chapter or journey or creating a new business for themselves. Like, and fear is the freaking number one thing that we all face. Again, that was only six months ago and I'm still defining exactly what I want that to look like. Um, so that's, what's been nice, like working with my business coach who's been helping me with that and like creating the vision and the plan and exactly like what I want to offer. And it's nice because I'm in a phase where now it's like, okay, I have it. Like I'm clear. I've defined it. Everything feels really good. Um, but even, even moving through that phase of defining your offerings and your vision is still scary. And Mm. yeah, those things come up where it's like, okay, I know I can do this because I've done it for myself. I've learned all of the tools and the tricks. I've learned trial and error. I learned what it feels like to fail. Um, I've learned all of those emotions and how to move past that and not give up on yourself or not to get down 24 seven because it's so freaking easy to be like, Oh shit, I just made a huge effing mistake or I just totally bombed that or missed this or, or failed or, or whatever you want to call it. But it's like, so what? That's how you learn. And that's how you grow. Like I've never done this in, in this lifetime. Like, I don't know if you're into past lives, like I am maybe a previous lifetime, but I've never done this role in this lifetime. So it's okay to fail, to F up. Like it's not a big deal. Um, but yeah, I mean, even, even weekly I face fears and challenges and question myself and like, like even now, okay, today, before we were on the call, I was doing a quick little, like, I don't know, like a graphic thing. And I was just like, what do I want this to say? Oh my God, the messaging has to be perfect and blah, blah, blah. And we could spend so much time on the stupidest thing, holding ourselves back, trying to get the message perfect, trying to get the picture perfect, trying to have this perfect, stupid thing. But all that is, is it's just an excuse because it's really just fear that's in the way that's blocking us. So it's just interesting to see how that comes up, you know, kind of on the daily. So yeah, been through it all. I mean, everything you said where it's like, we move into these new things or you create something. It's like, Oh my God, ah, I want to do this. It feels good. I feel called to do it, but who am I to be the one to share this and help people? Like, how did this happen? What, like, how the hell did I get here on this journey? And we all question that, but I think it's, I think what I realized the key is to not let that take over. Like, yeah, it's totally fine to have those questions. Who freaking doesn't. Right. But to not let that totally take over our entire vision and like future plan and let that hold us back because it could, and that could hold you back for 
months or years or whatever, you know, and that just sucks. So yeah, fear is a big one. Yeah, definitely. My intention for the year was done is better than perfect because I truly believe that it's perfection that just keeps us stuck and keeps us from moving forward. And what I found in my own work, things are always changing. And one day you're like, this is perfect. I'm talking to my ideal client. Like I got this. And the next day you're like, wait, no, I don't know. Do I, you know, it's just always that doubt and that doubt and that fear is always coming up and you kind of got to make friends with it. Don't you think? Yes. Yes. And you just really have to accept that it's going to be there. And I think that our intention, you know, pun intended, hustle with intention podcast. That's when that really comes into play, right? Instead of being like, who am I to do that? It's more of who am I not to? It's like flipping the script on these thoughts that we have, um, which are, which are very normal and natural. And it's just, it's nice being transparent and vulnerable about vulnerable about that because everyone goes through that. And the people who are like, I mean, you know, I work with a lot of yoga teachers, but they're like, Oh my God, I'm the, I'm the only one that feels scared to put myself on social media. I'm the only one who's scared to create a website. I'm the only one who's scared to go out and like create and host a workshop and put my name on. And it's like, no, you're not at all. Everyone is, everyone has those fears. It's just how you choose to move past it and like believe in yourself and have faith in yourself and just trusting and just doing the damn thing anyways. Totally. Okay. So alongside your yoga teaching business and now your mentorship role, let's talk about the content creation part of your business. So I know that you did a partnership with Asana, which I saw the content. It was killer. So good. So tell me a little bit about that. How did that come to fruition? Did social media play a role? What does that look like? So honestly, Everything that I do right now is all thanks to social media and kind of goes along with how I was saying before when we were talking about like making a shift. So that one day where I made a shift to be like, okay, I'm committing to social media. I'm committing to like putting my message out there. I'm committing to put my face out there, my brand out there. Like here we freaking go. And so I committed to that and just started doing the damn thing. I don't know, my social media definitely started to build and to grow, which was cool to see like how that happened and how that started. So once I committed to social media, I started to kind of put myself more in like the Denver, when I was living in Denver yoga community. So I started to try out more classes and go to new places and meet new people and, you know, like tie in social media with also, okay, I now met you on social media, quote unquote, meet. I want to now meet you in real life, IRL, like people say. So <laughs> that's when that started to all come to be. And um, however many years ago that was, I guess three or four, booty yoga, B-U-T-I, yoga became- Oh my gosh, girl. I loved booty yoga. Do you know? It was like my jam. Oh, isn't it amazing? It's amazing. And it's so like freeing and empowering. Because of that, you meet a lot of more empowered women. It was like, hell yes, this is exactly what I wanted to like call into my life. This is happening. This is great. So through that, I started to go to this one place and Ashton, who's the owner of yogiapproved.com, we became friends and I would go to her classes. And because I had a presence on social media and, you know, like became like real life friends, she asked me if I wanted to uh, film, create and film classes for Yogi Approved. And like, 
however many years ago back then I was like, oh my God, what? <laughs> like, uh, what? I'm going to poop my pants. Like, no, I can't. I'm too nervous. I just, no, I can't. And I didn't say no, but this was the language going on or conversation in my head. Um, so I met with her and she told me everything and I was just like, okay, yeah, this sounds really good. The whole time, like, oh my God, hell no, this is the scariest thing I've ever done in my life. Like, who am I, as we were saying, to go behind camera and create classes like for an online fitness app? Like, holy shit. But then, like we said, who am I not to be? Like, this is great. Say yes to an opportunity that scares you. Say yes to putting yourself out there. So I did. I did it. Um, and I was really happy that I did. Now, looking back on that first program, like three years ago, I'm like, oh my God, of course I judge the shit out of myself because that was three years ago. I've grown a lot since then, like honed in on my teaching skills and being on camera, which if you look at that, it's very obvious. It was the first time I was on camera back then, but who cares? It doesn't matter. Like what was really nice is that I allowed myself to say yes to the opportunity that then built upon that. So because of that, um, I said yes to more opportunities in front of the camera, like doing video yoga, which is scary teaching on camera, you know, that's scary. Um, and then I guess it was a year ago. Now, one of my friends, he is a videographer and he was like, Hey, there's this company who wants to do a promo shoot and wants to go to Colorado and needs a yogi in front of the camera. And he's like, you're a yogi and you lived in Colorado. Can you help me? And I was like, sure, let's do it. This sounds great. I didn't really realize that I was going to be the one like in front of the camera. And I was like, Oh, okay. So we made that happen. And then they selected him and I was like, okay, this is happening. This is cool. Here's another opportunity where it's like, holy shit just do it. Just say yes. Like this is, this came your way for a reason. Like let's just do it. So I did this like social media campaign with them. And after that, I got a DM. They slid into my DMs (laughs) and they were like, Oh Kelly, thank you so much for, you know, being the talent or whatever, as I call it for our social media campaign that everything looks amazing. Thank you so much. Like we really appreciate you. And I could have easily just said, you're welcome. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I hope to work with you again one day, but I didn't. I looked at their app and I looked at their fitness programs and I was like, they need more strength-based yoga on there. And I was like, and I really feel like I'm the one that can do that. Like, that's my jam. That's my specialty. I'm going to ask them and just see what the hell happens. So I responded back and I was like, you're welcome. That was so much fun. I'm glad the footage turned out. And I just said, Hey, I, um, I specialize in strength-based power vinyasa. And I noticed that you don't have a lot of programs on your app. I would love to create something for you. Please let me know if this is something that is needed in your app and in your fitness program. And they got back, they were like, actually it is. Um, that sounds great. Why don't you send us some examples of your work? So I did, and we had a phone chat and I told them exactly what I thought was needed. And they're like, that sounds great. Please create five classes for us, film yourself doing them. And we'll let you know if, if these are like needed and if we like them. So I was like, holy shit. Okay, here we go. And I did, I did it that week and I sent it to them and they were like, this is awesome. Let's do it. Let's set up filming. Like you're going to create 
a workout collection for us. And you're going to be the first instructor outside of the house to do it. And I was like, this is amazing. And all I had to do was ask, which is like the most simple concept in the world. And when you take a step back and look at it, it's like, I could have just been like, who am I? They'll never pick me. I don't know anything. Like I don't have an expertise or a niche. And it's like, none of that is true. You know, like all I have to do is just be like, I own my specialty. I own my knowledge. I own my talent. I own my teaching. I own whatever it is that I do. Even if our like internal dialogue says differently, you just have to push that away and just do it. And if I did ask and they said no, oh, well, at least I tried. So it was really cool to see how that all came to be just from me just seeing a need and just saying, hey, this is what I can do for you. And, and it happened. And that was just so freaking awesome. Dude, that is so good. I love that so much. And so that was asana, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then after that, because <clears throat> I was like, this is awesome. Like, I can I swear on here? I think I've been the whole time anyway. Maybe we don't say the F word. The others are fine. Can I say effing? Yeah, you've said that a couple times. It's fine. Okay. Okay. I'm like, I don't even know what's coming. <laughs> yeah, you just kind of like black out when you're doing this stuff. What's happening? So I was just like, I did this. Like, I created this for myself. So after that, I obviously like promoted it on social media because I was proud of that. Like, you know, why wouldn't I? And because of that, then, um, you know, Yogi approved reach out and they were like, that was so awesome. That's amazing. Congratulations. We want you to film with us again. Like we would love you to create another program for us again. What do you want to do? And it's like, well, I feel like I really stepped into my power. Um, so I want to create a program for you called own your power with like challenging vinyasa and arm balances and inversions and mantras and just like feeling really freaking good in your body, um, like moving past internal dialogue, moving past fear and just owning where you're at and owning your power. So it's just cool to see how that all kind of like happened and built upon one another, just from honestly me saying like, yes to myself and moving past fear. It's like, it's so wild how crazy simple that concept is, but sometimes we get so stuck in our own heads um, that it it can become debilitating. And I'm not going to sit here and say that's never happened to me because of course that has 100%. We have our days where it's like, okay, Oh, I'm feeling down. Like things aren't going my way, but it's like, but I have the tools to move past this. Like I can choose to move past this. I'm going to, I'm not going to let this hold me back forever. It's like, yeah, I'm having a day, but tomorrow's a new day. Like tomorrow I can move forward and say yes to myself. And I love that. Yeah. That's how that all came into place. And it's really cool to see how it all stemmed from social media. Um, so yeah, so I can, I can say I love social media. There's days where I'm like, Oh, I don't know. I have a love hate relationship with you, social media, but it really is a space to make those connections and to use it as a platform to spread your powerful message. Absolutely. I feel the same way. There are some days where I want to throw my phone out the window and like move to another country and change my name. But for the most part, I'm so grateful for all of the opportunity, the connections. And like you said, just being able to use it to spread your message, share your gifts and do what you love and be able to earn a living doing what you love. 
Like we live in an age now, I don't know if you are a Gary Vee fan, but um, I am, and he talks about this all the time, about how lucky we are, our generation, that we even have this opportunity available to us because our parents, for example, or and our parents' parents didn't exist. Like you can't earn a living online or on Instagram. So yeah, I think that that's so cool. And just actually taking that step, like you said, and putting yourself out there and declaring what you want and then going for it. Cause what's the worst that can happen? They say no. Exactly. Cool. Well, I'm proud of myself for trying then. Like that's the mindset that we need to enter into. Definitely. So what would be one piece of advice that you have for people that are looking to partner with brands on social media? So I would say that most brands who reach out and I, let me just preface this, preface this by saying, I don't work with that many brands because I really only want to work with brands who align with my passion and my mission. And there's a lot of them who don't, there's a lot of them who it's like, you know, promote this, like whatever pill or whatever to lose weight. And it's like, I don't believe in that at all. So I'm sorry. I can't like, so anywho, the ones who reach out and the ones who I want to work with are the ones who are like, I really like your vibe. I really like your energy. I like your message. I like what you're sharing. Um, and they allow you when you want to do a sponsored or a paid post with them, they allow you to keep your message, your brand, your vibe without altering that. So to form those relationships, I would say my biggest piece of advice is to start putting yourself out there on social media and to really share your experiences, like share what you're going through, share your ups, share your downs, share your light, share your dark, like don't be shy to share how you're feeling and whatever is going on in your life. Truly not just like, I just taught a yoga class. It was amazing. Instead being like, I just showed up to my yoga class and no one came. And it made me feel like no one came to my yoga class because I did something wrong or I'm a bad teacher or whatever, you know, like share those things that all of us feel and all of us think to connect and resonate with people and to build your tribe that way. If that makes sense. Definitely. Um, so I would say for me, like when I, when I made that shift and decided, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to share how I'm feeling. That's how I grew on social media. That's how I, I built online friendships and trust with people just by being me and not being scared to share what's actually happening in my life. Like how I'm feeling and how I grew from these lessons and people reach out and they're like, I, that happened to me yesterday. I feel the exact same way. Or thank you for sharing. Um, I didn't know that other people felt that way. I thought it was just me. So that's truly how you find the connections and grow on social media. Once you have like that space where you feel like you can be yourself and put yourself out there, that's when brands want to reach out and work with you because they feel that energy from you. They feel like, okay, they have this, I don't like to use the word following. I like to use the word tribe, but like they have a following who wants to see their posts, like, and who wants to engage with them. So yeah, I mean, my piece of advice is to just be you on social media, connect with people, and then brands will see that. And then the ones who resonate with you will want to work with you. You're the brand, you're the face, 
Like your message is powerful. So don't be shy to share it. I know that's the thing about personal branding. It's like, well, how do I get a personal brand? Well, it's easy because it's you. (laughs) And it's, it's so I'm laughing because like, obviously, you know, that took me a long time to realize me too. Like that wasn't a thing back then. It was all like, I'm figuring this out on my own. Um, it's such a simple concept. It's so funny. We make it much more challenging than it really needs to be. Yeah. Especially like with social media, because you're, you're scrolling past all of these other people, you're looking at their highlight reel. And so it's very easy, I think, to, when building your own personal brand to be like, okay, well, I don't even really know what mine is anymore. Or is mine as good as theirs? You know? And so Yeah. So with personal branding, it is kind of one of those things where, yes, there are things that you can do as far as your niche, sharing certain types of content that like pertains to what your long-term goals, if you want to release a product or a service. But at the end of the day, like you said, it really is just about being you and sharing the real stuff, the hard stuff, the good stuff, and sharing it in a way that feels good to you and really connecting, building a community and a tribe. So yeah, I love that. Right, right. And I just want to add one thing in. I I actually posted about this, but I took like a, I mean, this isn't long at all, but I took like a three day break off of social media because I truly didn't have anything to say. (laughs) And that was fine. And that's fine. But I just want to let people know if you're like, I don't, I don't have anything to say today. And it's not that you don't have anything to say. We always have something to say, but it's like, I don't feel like putting posting on social media today, then don't do it. And that was my post. That's what my post was all about. It was about like feeling like we have to post something every single day. And like this weird pressure on social media that we have to post something super inspiring or super like powerful to resonate with someone or whatever it may be. And it's like, we're not going to have that every single day. And if you're not feeling it, just don't post anything then. And then give yourself a break, like live your life, go outside, play with your animals, like cook a meal, go for a walk, go to yoga class. I don't know, whatever you do to connect back within to yourself and then be like, okay, that felt good. Oh, I just did something today that felt good or that I had a great experience or a learning lesson from, I'm going to share it. And then you can show back up on social media and share like in a way that feels good to you without feeling forced or like you have to, because you didn't post something today. I do that all of the time. And obviously I feel it. Like I shared that. I felt that way, but it's, it's just, it's not a big deal. Like, I don't know where this huge pressure comes from. Yeah, girl speaking my language right now. I'm such, I'm such a fan. Like, and, and I feel like a lot more people are talking about that now. A lot more people are saying, it's okay not to want to be on your phone all the time. It's okay to take breaks. Like it's, it's that idea of like being intentional with what you're sharing. If you don't have anything to share, don't share. It's not the end of the world, you know? And sometimes you need to do something and not tell anyone what the hell you're doing. Exactly. It's like, just because something isn't in your stories or on your social media, doesn't mean it didn't happen. Like sometimes it's nice to keep things private to yourself. Totally. So I feel like we probably have a lot of people that are listening that are in the yoga space, in the yoga world on social media, like between the two of us and our communities. 
And I'm sure that a lot of them are probably interested in knowing how to build a yoga business on social media. So if you had to give them three top tips, what do you think they would be? So number one is don't allow fear or whatever it may be to hold you back from even starting. I see that a lot. And, and just this past weekend, the, um, a group of our YTTs graduated and we did our business of yoga workshop and they were like, I just, I'm so scared to put myself on social media. And I was like, why, you know, let's talk about it. That's fine. But why? And most of the things were, well, I don't think anyone's going to connect with my message. Well, what's your message? Let's talk about it. Well, I had anxiety and depression and it was horrible. And I found yoga and I healed myself and helped myself. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Can I tell you how many people would resonate with that? It's like, ugh. so tip number one is don't allow whatever it is that's holding yourself back to even start putting yourself out there because you truly have this powerful message. If you found yoga because of X, Y, and Z, if you healed yourself from X, Y, and Z, I cannot tell you how many other people are experiencing that and need to hear your message. Like do it, start today, put your message out there and don't be scared to hold back. Also, start your website. If you haven't already, that's huge. That's huge. Cause that's another platform to start your or share your message and to share your offerings and to start getting clients and putting yourself out there. That's another way to build your tribe and to like move traffic onto your website. So that's another thing. And then also one like huge tip is when you start your social media, you want to serve your clients, serve your tribe. So serve them with something that feels good to you. Like offer them a free guided meditation, offer them a yoga class that you created that helps with anxiety or to release like stress or whatever it may be. You know what I mean? So once you start putting yourself out there and putting your message out there, start connecting with and serving your tribe in a way that feels good to you. I'm just like nodding my head like this whole time that you're talking because I'm such a big believer in that. Like feel the fear and do it anyways. You just have to start. It doesn't have to be perfect. You just have to start. You have to take the first step and get that momentum behind you. It's clutch. Yeah. One other thing that I wanted to say, which is huge, don't be shy to reach out and ask someone for help if you do not know the answer. And you know what? Use social media as a platform for that. If you see a yoga instructor who's like doing something that you want to do, leading a retreat, hosting a workshop, um, teaching full-time, I don't know, creating an ebook. If you're like, I want to do that. I have no idea how. Ask them, DM them, like message them, ask for help. I notice that there's this huge like blockage with yoga teachers and, and maybe in any business, I don't know where we feel like because we have this skill, we all of a sudden feel like, oh my God, I need to be a perfect business owner. I need to be great at marketing. It's like, you weren't trained in that. I cannot say that enough. You weren't trained in marketing. You weren't trained in communications. You weren't trained in business. You aren't expected to know those skills. They evolve and you learn them. So to learn them, you have to reach out and ask for help. So I see a lot of 
yoga teachers get stuck on their website, on social media, on how to reach out to studio owners for jobs. And it's like, all you have to do is just ask for help and you'll get the answer. And then you can move forward and create the business, the life that you want for yourself. I love that. It's so good. Okay. So what do you hear the most from either clients, students, other people in the yoga community when they say that they're afraid of social media what are a few things that are usually holding them back? And then what advice do you have to help them move past that? So I love this question because obviously besides fear, which we all experience, the one thing I hear all of the time, and I'm laughing because I used to think this, is I don't have a professional photographer to follow me all around and create these beautiful images. And it's like, I don't either. Yes. There's some times where I have a professional photographer, like for a thing, but every, almost every single photo I have is 30 second timer on my $13 tripod from Amazon that I then move into a free app on my phone, Lightroom, and then edit. And I got really good at editing and it makes the photos look professional. So I like to kind of call people out on that bullshit excuse because it's not true. And I'm just saying that, and I know it sounds harsh, but I never had anyone to call me out on my BS. So I'm just saying right now, if that is a thought or an excuse that's coming your way, that's holding you back from starting your social media, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, website, I have so many of my people, especially yoga teachers who are like, I can't start my website. I don't have professional photos. All of my website photos are literally from a tripod that I did self-timer by myself and just edited. You do not need a professional photographer to allow you to start moving forward and taking the next steps in your business. So just know that you have the tools, you have the skills, you have everything you need within to succeed, to do these things yourself. So I'm calling you out if you're thinking that, that you don't need that. Take the pictures yourself and start. I used to use my, my shoe. I used to put my phone in my shoe to make my yoga videos. Yeah, same. You can find ways to make it work. So I love that you said that. Yes, because it's not needed and you can do it yourself. Mm-hmm. All right, Kelly. Well, this has been so much fun and you are just like such a bright light and you're so goofy and I just love talking with you. We would definitely be friends IRL if we met. <laughs> Tell everyone where they can find you online, social media, all that good stuff. Yeah. So thank you. And I agree with, I agree, Heather, we'd be BFFs. (laughs) So on Instagram, Kelly Pender Yoga and Facebook, same thing, Kelly Pender Yoga. And my website is kellypender.com. Sweet. And I will put that in the show notes for everyone so they can find you. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. For the show notes, head over to hustlewithintentionpodcast.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and share it with a friend. And if you're feeling extra fancy, screenshot the episode, upload it to your Instagram story and tag me at Heather Lynn B, B-E-E, like a bumblebee, and hashtag get buzzed with Heather so I can connect with you and hear your biggest takeaways from the app. Until next time, keep hustling.